0: Hello and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us for this Sunday service in the sharing of God's Word, where we study, learn and abide in our personal journeys along our daily walk with Christ. One thing I know for sure is that there is our way and that there is God's way. Father God in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity once again to to join together, to come together, to fellowship. We thank you for those that are seeking to hear your word, your instructions, your direction, for the nourishment that it brings forth and the guidance that it provides us in living our daily lives. We thank you for the many gifts that you have given us, and, uh, even the, the freedoms of being able to, by choice, uh, partake and participate in, in this important part of our lives, of our journey, of our walking with christ to be better christians believers followers of the word believers of the word god i ask that you open hearts and minds to receive your word use me as a messenger god that the focus is on the message your words your wisdom what you have to share to lift up encourage and inspire those that are are listening watching that they may learn and that they may live more peaceful fulfilling uh fruitful lives this we ask and pray in your son jesus name amen well we appreciate you joining uh once again and i want to talk today about uh giving and praying in 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 the pharmaceutical world there's this thing called um important safety information this message has an important safety information it's it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for the the uh, thin skinned right so if that that's you 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 might want to skip this one (laughs) and and move on this this is for those who are looking to really enhance their walk with christ even if uh, as a new believer even if you're just starting out on on learning how to Um, so basically anyone who is looking to live their life in accordance with uh, God's purpose and plan, this is for you. And it's, again, simple. God's word is simple. It's not that hard to understand and comprehend. Uh, it's not so complex where it's beyond our reach. It's not simplistic, but, but it is simple. So in, in in the passage I'm gonna cover, it's, it's um, after equipping his disciples, Jesus in, in Matthew 6, Christ warns them against corrupt practices, specifically hypocrisy, and worldly uh, mind-mindedness, uh, or 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 worldly, um, it, this is viewed by God as sense. It's similar to lust, and, and 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 that it's we're highly vulnerable to uh, the hypocrisy and worldliness. It, it's considered to be highly dangerous uh, because they're subtle. They, they sneak up. Um, they're they're not so pronounced, and, and being subtle in nature. They are still very deadly, and, and, and so be, be, because hypocrisy and worldliness, it, it appeals to our vanity and, and that often uh, leads us to being subjected to the temptation to covet that which we should depart from, that we should walk away from. So these fall into the category of, of heart sins, like heart adultery or heart or, or murder. Uh, in, in other words, it's, it's inward. It's it's something that's that's uh, birth from inside of us and and going outward. So I'm going to take today's text from uh, Matthew's uh, Matthew, verse uh, uh, six. I'm sorry, Matthew, chapter six, verse um, starting with with uh, uh, starting with uh, starting the beginning actually. So it, it starts with. Be careful not to do good works in front of others. Don't do them to be seen by others. If you do, your Father in heaven will not reward you. Verse 2, when you give to needy people, do not announce it by having trumpets blown. Do not be like those who only pretend to be holy. Uh, They announce what they do in the synagogues and on the streets. They want to be honored by others what i'm about to tell you is true they have received their complete reward and in verse three when you give to the needy don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing then your giving will be done secretly your father will reward you he sees what you do secretly and and then it goes on in, in in verse five talking about prayer when you pray Do not be like those who only pretend to be holy. They love to stand and pray in synagogues and on the streets. They wanna be seen by others. What I'm about to tell you is true. They have received their complete reward. When you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who can't be seen. He will reward you. Your Father sees what is done secretly. When you pray, do not keep talking on and on the way ungodly people do. They think they will be heard because they talk a lot. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need even before you ask him. So the topic title for today is Give and Pray Secretly to Reap Openly. Give and pray secretly to reap openly god has a prescribed way of uh giving and 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 praying for the ways he wants us to give and and pray Uh, the well the type of giving and praying that uh he rewards acknowledges and rewards and and values and appreciates he wants us to give and pray in in a way where he gets the glory god gets the glory and the credit not creating attention for ourselves It, it would behoove us Not to be a glory thief. Uh, The first point is give freely. First, we have the duty to give to the best of our ability based on the gifts that we have been given. So we should be giving freely of something we have been given to give. Giving does not earn our way into heaven, but not doing so could prevent us from going give with intention deliberately not just by hamp- happenstance G- premeditated in in the legal system if you commit a crime and it was premeditated the the penalties the consequences are more severe why because you gave it thought you put something into it you 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 planned it right so the same can happen in the inverse on the good side to think about i, I specifically intend to give to, to, uh, to hopefully produce a certain result, that, that result being helping someone, the needy, helping someone who, who has, 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 has an, in the area that you've been gifted to give, they can benefit from your giving. So you've given it thought, and then give without any expectation from the receiver of whom you're giving to. If God is going to reward you, you don't need what they could potentially give you, it will, God will always be greater than what they can do. But the, the true giving, the, the giving that God looks for that, that satisfy him, again, giving of the gifts that you've been given, is that in which you have no expectation. You're giving out of love. Given surprising ways is, is one of the ways in which to do that. When both the, 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 the person, the receiver, didn't expect it, and you're expecting nothing from it. Uh, giving anonymously that surprises the other individual is one of the greatest ways. They don't know where it came from. They're really surprised that it happened, and they really, uh, even more so, appreciate it. They don't feel obligated, because they don't even know who the giver was, and they're just simply appreciated that somebody was kind and, and caring and generous enough to give to them. That is—God gets the credit for that. Wherever possible, try to conceal, right? Keep it private. The world doesn't need to know. Refrain from, from drawing attention to yourself. Ba-ba-ba, hear ye, hear ye. I'm going to give, everybody, a look at me. Mm, no, not so much. That's, that's, that's not the way it's supposed to be done. So then you may be saying to yourself, but it won't matter. Give anyway. But nobody else is. Give anyway. People are going to think I'm a fool. Give anyway. Um, uh, why should I give? You know, I should be getting for myself. Give anyway. The world says it's every man for themselves, everybody. you, I got mine, you get yours. Yeah. Give anyway. Giving creates a ripple effect. If, if only one in 100 people are impacted influ- and influenced positively in such a way as they are inspired to give, and then another one in a hundred can of those people that they give to give, and so on and so on. It has an exponential growth effect and impact. You're, you're causing something. You take a little pebble and you throw it into a still pond or even a lake, and you throw it. It's going to cause a ripple effect. It's going to generate something. It, there's exponential uh, growth. But the world thinks benevolence is 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 in helping other people is foolish. Well, then I would challenge you to be a leader when it comes to that, the world is your way, not a follower. So if you're doing as you may say to yourself, well, I am a leader. If you're doing as the world says, if you're allowing the world to influence you, you're a follower, right? If you do as Christ influences you, you're a leader. I don't care what you quantify, determine, try to describe or define yourself as. If you're Doing it the way the world says to do it, you are a follower. If you are walking as Christ would have you walk, you are a leader. So stand up and be the leader that God, Christ, has provisioned, predestined, planned you to be. Be the thermostat in the room, not the thermometer. Don't adapt to the world's ways. Set the standard. Raise the bar emulate the behavior that Christ wants us to. Others are paying very close attention to that. Yes, I know we, we follow Christ. But in following Christ, which is very unpopular, you're actually being a leader. And even leaders follow leaders. You ever been in the military? There are, there are five-star generals, and there are plenty of folks that follow them. But there are leaders, right? Understand that. Whatever you do, stop doing it just for show don't just just don't okay giving is is kind of a I, i'm 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 challenged to think of a time where it's appropriate to post it on social media here look what i can do no i can't think of one i really can't just just don't ever it's not a good look and it's not what god intended the the praise and adulation you receive when you do it for show that's your complete reward that's all you're getting that's it that that little bit of something that you're getting from somebody that little praise that little oh look at them that like that's it and that's temporal and it only feeds the flesh it doesn't feed our soul it feeds our flesh it feeds our desire our lust after attention or our, our our desire to 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 be praised Ooh, that's a that's a very dangerous place to be we're not to be praised we're not to seek that. People may do it, but that's not—God that is to be praised. Everything we do, all, all that we exist, we exist because of God. So who are we to take, try to steal His glory and His, his, his praise? So again, being temporal, understand that that is in many ways poisonous. It, 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 it infects our soul and our spirit it said a single dead fly can spoil an entire bottle of valuable ointment right because that that fly is 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 infused with with infections and disease and nastiness and and that's what that lust of desire when the flesh is out there that, that that's what that is do it anonymously whenever possible sometimes it isn't i get that but whenever possible do it Anonymously to avoid the hypocrisy or even the appearance of of doing it for for your self gain, trying to seek the glory. Don't do it out of pride and and vain glory, so that you can be looked up to or or seen. Giving discreetly, expecting nothing in returns, means that you will reap you will reap your rewards from God and rewards from God are far greater than any man is ever capable of. What is reward? Now, I like to define words. Benefit, favor, loving favor, God's favor. There is no other favor on the face of this planet that is greater, that can even be compared to God's favor. A reward is considered compensation, consequences, uh, the results, blessings. No one can outfavor and outbless God in no stretch of the imagination, not even the wealthiest person on the, on the face of the planet can even begin to compare. We know this, but I'm saying it anyway because it needs to be said. Uh, reward is also a completion of a deed or work completed. So, by all means, give when led to, because both obedience and disobedience are rewarded. Remember, reward, consequences. There are consequences of being disobedient, to not giving when you've been led to give. There's consequences. There's, 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 there's compensation sometimes where the wages of sin is death. That's compensation. God's rewards come both here on earth and in heaven. I recall times when I was led to, to give and I questioned it and I second and I regretted it and that opportunity that didn't represent itself and I knew that it would bless this person's life. It would have such an impact on them, but I missed it, and and there's no going back. I may get other chances, but that opportunity, gone. You don't wanna be in that boat. And it wouldn't have cost me much of anything, barely sacrificial, but with the cost of the reward that I lost in doing it, yeah, that was huge. So in Matthew 6, 3 and 4, When you give to the needy don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so it's yes it's speaking in a parable and it's literally impossible for the left hand to not know what the right hand is doing right it's attached to the body. Um, But that's just how far apart that's just how to the extent or the extreme. Of they, they say one hand you know belongs to the flesh and the body. So you're really trying not to appease or, or, or uh, placate or satisfy the flesh in, in the giving. You, you, you almost try to keep it not just from others, but from yourself, your flesh, your giving of your soul and your spirit. But don't let the flesh part, participate in this because it's going to want to... Eat it all up for itself. In verse 4, it says, Then your giving will be done secretly. Your Father will reward you. He sees what you do secretly. And in the Amplified, it says, But when you give to charity, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. For so that your deeds of charity may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Openly. A reward or punishment, not having God's favor and protection. It's what it can be. It giving gives you, you know, the peace of mind, right? That when misfortune happens, not if, but when something occurs, you're not asking yourself, "Was it because you were disobedient when you were supposed to to give of your gifts, your talents, uh, whatever it is that you've been been placed on your heart? God has placed on you to give of your time, of your energy, of your care, of your concern, not just monetarily." Giving, I covered that in some of the previous sermons. What giving is, giving of the gifts. Some of you are blessed financially, it's great but however it is that you're giving to give. So you want to know that you are being that instrument, that you are giving in the way that you're supposed to, that you're sharing in the way that you're supposed to, sharing of what you were given to share, so that you have peace of mind. that when something occurs, it's not because it's a disincentive, it's a, it's a, a result of your not giving, it's just something that you're that you're being perhaps a test or a trial that's going to strengthen you there's a lesson that comes from it so you can have the peace of mind to feel good that when you face challenges it's not because you were being disobedient it's for your good and for strengthening and that helps you and and inspires you and encourages you and gives you what you need to be able to go through that challenge versus you beating yourself up over man if I just would have if I if I had I peace of mind it's just it's something you, you get back you get back Second point is pray privately. Contrary to popular belief, praying is not a public exhibition or a contest to see who can pray the best or the longest or the loudest. No. No. <laughs> sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, Matthew 6.14 in the Amplified. Also when you, uh, 6 uh, verse 5, also when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites For they love to pray standing in synagogues and on the corners of streets, so that they may be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward in full. So in in the NIV, this verse, it it calls it babbling like pagans. For they think they will be heard because of their many words. Praying is is, is being sincere. It's it's being present. It's not repetitious or formal or, or sterile or redundant. Or, or have it to be some type of a, of a ritual that you would go, you go through. So we're praying to the father, father is a parent. And, and, if, and if my children were to speak to me with some formality and some repetitiousness and some sterileness, and they weren't present, I would be offended. So God is your father. And in and, 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 and your communication, in your building that relationship, be sincere, be bold at times, always be respectful, but be direct. And, and just saying the same words over and over again, that no. Think God is a parent. God is a parent. You, 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 if you are a parent, you've had kids, you know what that is. If you've had parents, you know what that is. You, you know of parents, of kids, there's a, there's a relationship there. So a, avoid the, the, the vain glory, if you will. Of, I can say this over and over again, and it sounds good. That's vain glory. That, oh, wow, that person knows how to pray. Really? No, that's no. It, 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 in vain repetitions, it make it sincere. This, this is where you, you don't pray to, to be proud or elicit praise from men. That, that's that, the, the, what you'll get. That's what you will get from that prayer is the praise of men, and that's it. Well, that's praying when I'm asking, petitioning God. <laughs> I want him to fulfill, not man. He may use man to do it, but I want it to come from God. Verse 6. So when you pray, go into your most in the amplified, go into your most private room and closing the door, pray to your father, who in, who is in secret, and your father, who sees in secret, will reward you in the, in the open. So with, with few exceptions, yes, we do pray together. Uh, we're two or three gathered. We understand there are times where we're in practicing worship, where we pray together, yes but there are few exceptions those it's a private act right and and uh, so so be courteous Uh, there's a there's a verse says, pray without ceasing well well, how am i how am i going to do that? praying is petitioning it's communing with God in many ways that can be a conversation Right. And so I can pray without ceasing if every day, every moment of my life, I'm talking and communicating with God and, and I'm, I'm seeking him. If I'm doing it out loud, I'm doing it in private. But sometimes in my spirit, I'm I'm constantly communicating. So be courteous in your conversations in public, you know, in, in public transit or in public places. And, and you've got those people who are talking on the cell phone really loud and it's really irritating. And you kind of wish I don't want to hear I don't want to be a party to your conversation, not half of it, not any of it. Hey, I, I, please, and in, in, what are you trying to gather attention? So don't be don't be that person. Don't be that person that is seeking to get attention by how, by having their conversation, out loud because it's discourteous to the other people around. Right, put put, go into your closet, go into your private place, because there's, the the the, the difference in in loving prayer. Versus loving to pray publicly and choosing to do so, um, especially when you're, when, you're, when you're looking to be seen as, as doing a good thing. Again, the difference between loving prayer or loving to pray in public. Know where you fall in that spectrum. Doing the praying in public loudly to get attention does nothing but feed an ego, 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 edging God out. Not a place I want to be, ever. Right? Avoid trying to be notable. There's no reward from God in that. There's no reward in your public display of your oh, I'm such a prayer, no reward from God. That it, it, it the verse implies that prayer should be in private, it should be solemn, it should be with humility and sincerity, right? This the, the reward is in the form of of grace, and not to be viewed as a a payment of debt. The reward can be an answer to a prayer, a private prayer is often answered openly. In verse 7, and when you pray, do not heap upon phrases, multiply words, repeating the same ones over and over as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for their much speaking. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him he created us he knows the number of hairs on our head he knows everything about us he predestined us he knows what we need before we ask so the last thing we need to do is make a public proclamation about it praying should be a pouring out of your heart and a lifting up of your soul right the sincerity vulnerability the authenticity matter uh not the length artificially prolonged prayers saying the same thing over and over or just in different ways or even the same thing that's that's not that's not the idea that's not the concept that's not what this verse is saying again avoid the babbling using the same words i'm saying this over and over again to help you to not Go into your prayer and say this over and over again so i'm hoping it's somewhere in this line somewhere in this you're going to get you know understand and very clearly perceive. That it's not about the repetition or the length it's about the sincerity or the or the depth and 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 the the outpouring of the of the heart, you know. Praying in this manner, just to hear yourself talk serves no purpose God already knows what you want before you ask right The, the, the verse said that so there's no need for a whole lot of words or repeated words approach should be natural and in many ways childlike in nature. Childlike in nature, right? Children do not, they may ask multiple times, but they're not going to rephrase and redo and over, and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Children, they're just, they're honest. Children, they say children in alcohol are, are true lie detectors. Third point, above all, forgive first above all forgive first in Matthew 6 and 14 in the NRV it says forgive people when they sin against you if you do your father who in who is in heaven will also forgive you but if you do not forgive people their uh forgive people their sins your father will not forgive your sins in the Amplified it says for if you forgive people their trespasses, here their reckless and willful sins, leaving them, letting them go, and giving up resentment, your heavenly Father will, all, will also forgive you. So, it, it's not the soul and in, and in its entirety uh, uh, tenant responsibility uh, mandate command, it, it, but in, in addition to faith, having faith, um, and there are others. It is a condition, however, of our prayers being heard and answered. So if we, if if God has forgiven us, he has forgiven us. So if we've not forgiven others after he has forgiven us, do you really think he's going to hear our prayers? All right, so you're praying in the right way. You're not doing it publicly. You're not trying to, you know, reap uh, glory for yourself or attention for yourself. You're doing it in private. You're doing it sincerely. You're doing it from your heart all well and good, but if you haven't forgiven others, those prayers are going to hit a wall. Not going to get through. What do you mean I got to forgive? How often do I have to do that? Jesus answered that in Matthew 18 and 22, 70 times seven. In other words, that means boundless. Boundless, right? There are some limitations on the forgiveness. You kind of want to have remorsefulness and repentance, um, but sometimes... That may not be possible, and you are in a position to forgive people, even if they haven't asked, to not hold something against them, to not have resentment against them. And that allows you to what? Avoid praying in anger or wrath, because you might be tempted to ask for wrath for that person, and what you pray for, you might get for yourself. I want Johnny to to, to experience wrath. That's called digging a ditch, and the, dig, the ditch you dig for others, you fall in, so not... Don't want to do that, right? God has separated us from our sins as far as the east is from the west. They don't meet. That's how far away. So if he's done that for us, what can we do for others? Our forgiveness of others speaks to the sincerity of our prayers. He's forgiven us for our central and sinful nature. We can forgive others for uh, their behaviors, actions, right, for, for what they have done that that shows that we understand that concept we understand what it is to forgive and and we can we can then appeal to God from a broken and contrite heart when we're asking for grace right we show what we know that we know that what we're asking for by the way we extend it to others i'm going to say that again when we're asking for grace we show that we know what that is by the way we have extended it towards others. Whether it was intentional or unintentional, trespasses, wrongdoings, offenses by others, injuries caused by others are considered debts in many respects. So if forgiveness is a way of forgiving those debts, just as our many debts has been forgiven by God, Jesus paid the price for our sin. He, he wiped our debt clear, clean. One that you haven't done yet, before you got here, he had paid that debt, right? So how is it that we could justify not forgiving the debts from others? For, forgiveness helps remove the temptation for revenge and resentment. Those are two pearls of, perils of evil that lead to nowhere or Nowhereville, a town you just don't want to take up residence in. Forgiveness of others qualifies us even more so for forgiveness from God. We shouldn't expect forgiveness from God. We don't forgive others if we don't have mercy on our fellow man. Forgiveness earns us God's favor in exchange. Christ came to this world as the great peacemaker to help us reconcile to God and to one another. Therefore, we have a duty, an obligation, to forgive. So the, the, the points here is do nothing out of vain conceit or self-promotion. Seek to be approved by God, your ways, his approval, not applauded by man. Give generously in private and do it secretly wherever possible. Give because you love God, not the attention that giving gets you. Focus on the eternal. God rewards us openly, both here and eternally. Focus on the eternal, not the temporary praises of man. Pray without ceasing, in private, with sincerity. Be quick to forgive, as God has forgiven us for all of our sins, past, present, and future. That is why. Christ gave his perfect, unblemished life for us. Father God, we, we thank you for this, this time of, of coming together, the sharing and, and ingestion of your word, that we ask that it fell upon hearts and softened them, that it opened minds, that it removed strongholds and blockades, that it clears a path of of of, disc, it, 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 of disconnection from you, that it results in in those that have heard and and, and follow your word, to, creating a closer relationship with you, so that they may abide in their daily lives, that they may enjoy the the peace. The, the, the grace and mercy, not just the rewards. We thank you for the rewards. We, we appreciate and value all that you do. We wouldn't be here and exist without you, God. We, we so very much thank you for that. There are times where peace and, and your grace and being able to rest are priceless, beyond measure, beyond material things. So we thank you for both of those for your provisions, for your caretaking, for your overseeing, for your supply, and for your mercy on our souls, for your grace that surrounds and comforts us, Father, for your favor that opens doors and shields us from things that seen and unseen, God, we, we, we thank you so much for all of those many things that you have chose to do for us because you love us and all that you look for, ask for, is for us to love you and our fellow man in return. An act that is fulfilling, a an act that is enjoyable, an act that leads to peace as you are the great peacemaker. And Father, for those that don't know you, that want to begin to build establish and build a relationship with you or strengthen. I ask that they pray this prayer with me called the sinner's prayer and it goes like, God, I know I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that your son Jesus gave up his life for me by dying on the cross in my place and rose again so that I may be saved. I ask that you come into my heart and accept your precious gift of salvation victory over sin, and eternal life with you. All of these we ask and pray in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you have accepted Christ into your life. Today is a new beginning. Today is a, is a rebirth for you right now, an opportunity to reclaim the life of that God has set for you, that He intended for you, that He predestined for you. So I encourage you to read and study and immerse yourself in God's Word so that you're well equipped to deal with, face, conquer, and go through the many challenges that you inevitably will face while here on earth. Please share this message with others so that they will be encouraged in their daily walk with Christ. Will you you do that for me? I really, I would really appreciate it. I also ask that you consider supporting this ministry through a financial gift. Give as you feel led by God. Give joyfully knowing that your gift will be returned to you many fold. Your gifts help accomplish His works. Thank you for joining. We appreciate your support. And I hope you join us again next Sunday. Until then, go and live your blessed life on purpose. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thought stirred in the sharing of God's word and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www.gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.